Yeah, this is basically about me trying to do something during my injury to not go yeah. absolutely bat crap crazy. Yeah. I feel like the ship has sailed on that, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Moo and welcome, herd racers. It is the Pink Tron. Welcome. And as we start off every week, we ask, we'll start with Sean Fogenberg. What are you drinking? Uh, I made myself a, I'm going to call it a Scotch Negroni. Uh, it's Laphroaig 10-year Aperol and, uh, uh, why am I blanking? Anyway, yeah, it's a Laphroaig Negroni, basically. Very, very nice. nice and nice. Lauren Camp, what are you drinking? Well, one sip of that because I want to try it. But then I did bring myself my own drink, which is um, our like local town brewery, Middle of Somewhere. It's a mixed fermentation sour with apricot and citra hops. It is delightful. Mm. Apricot sour. That's a good That sounds beer. great. I like an apricot sour. Mm -hmm. yeah. With us always, Tatum Jewel, what are you drinking? I tried to sneak a beer in at work, but they stopped me at security. <laughs> I thought it might be frowned upon. So I'm in water tonight. I love it so much. <laughs> I don't even doubt the story. You know? No, not at all. No. I've got uh, the, big, ba the also... big bag and everything. Uh, do they like search you? Like. No, I think I just looked really guilty. <laughs> <laughs> that would always be my like, issue. I've got nothing in here. <laughs> and the guy was like, hi, Tatum. He's like, I have a beer. Is that okay? <laughs> That's pretty much how it went down. <laughs> we also have tonight, Craig Martin. Craig, what are you drinking? So I have a decoy lager ducks unlimited canada canada from uh, spearhead brewing company very nice very nice fantastic and uh we'll be getting into a little more in the around the horn but craig is a bit laid up so if you don't see him on zwift going hard it's because he's had a bit of an incident on his bmx yes. bike and i'm drinking a big rock brewery rhinestone cowboy lagered ale so that's the hmm. local brewery it's the theme around here so let's talk about herd summer racing league this week it is royal pump room eight mm -hmm. who is racing this this week you've already raced it yeah, yeah I've raced it. i'm i'm guessing just you <laughs> if, <laughs> if i don't pass. totally tire myself out from all the other races i want to do maybe i might roll around but there's not going to be a lot of racing yeah, fair. Enough. Uh, I'll, I'll be on, stand up. Yeah, it's seven hours time. So oh give me enough goodness. time to get home, have a sleep, and then <laughs> get stuff. on the bike. You do not sleep as much as I would need to sleep before doing that, but awesome. No, no. Good. So Royal Pump Roommate is Yorkshire. It is essentially all of Yorkshire twice or once in each direction. Yep. It's uh, so it's herd summer racing league, so it is uh time through segment preems on the sprint in both directions and the kom in both directions mm -hmm. so you start off on the little loop and you do i think is it the reverse reverse, <laughs> reverse, so reverse sprint out, first yeah you start the out long, on the, the long one you start out on the uh upper loop counterclockwise do the reverse then you do the regular loop 
clock basically the the full normal lap and then you come back uh the lower loop counterclockwise yeah so that first sprint is a downhill to uphill sprint where yeah. normally like if you're just going for the line you'd probably leave it late but because of the time through you probably don't want to leave this one late you probably want to make sure you're picking up speed yeah. through the downhill segment and try and come through and then smash up and it's also a long one, isn't it? It's yeah, pretty I think long. About a thirty-second one for us because it's it's not yeah. like that long, but the hill makes it long, right? Like it's yeah, because it, it is like a pretty substantial. It's, like I think it's, it's four or five percent uphill at the top. Like it's yeah. Anywhere where you're sprinting for thirty seconds is not nice. Depends so, on who you are. Craig loves it. Yeah, I do. It hurts, but I love it. It it, it is a good <laughs> segment. It's a fun little segment to race in all kinds of different scenarios. So. That's yeah. a good I'm with one. I'm with Craig. My main event running was actually the 400, so that's in that's supposed to be a sprint all the way. Yeah, for like a minute. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And then <laughs> uh, yeah, so then you're gonna go through that segment. You go down a little bit of a hill into the big long loop. There's a big steep ramp up towards the the lap banner, so don't get dropped there. That's kind of you definitely want to try and gather on the downhill and then get ready to punch to stay with the group in case they attack across that little 10% ramp up to the lap banner. And you're going to hang a right and take the long, long drag up Otley Road. Um, I got to say, like my race for sure, there was a few attacks in the A's and it looked like from watching race two, I don't know if Craig and Sean, you had this impression, but like they were going for it on Otley. Like I was surprised yeah. how hard they were racing it. No, the... The C's and the B's both seem to go pretty hard on Otley, yeah. Yeah, so stick with it. And then watching you to the top of Otley, there's a big downhill, uphill. And as our oh, friend Dennis yeah. Wade will tell you, you don't want to be too far out the front with the group coming through you with speed because that will be ugly. So be ready for that downhill, uphill, because it goes with a lot of speed into that next uphill, into the kind of that top bit. And you yeah. really do want to be with the group for the, the KOM that comes up shortly after that. Yeah. Now, you know, I mean, there's still a good long ways to go before you get to the KOM, but yeah, yeah. there is. But, <laughs> so Dennis kind of got caught halfway in between where he was mm. a second or two seconds back of the pair that were in front of him and a few seconds ahead of the group behind when he crested Otley. And then he didn't catch up. And trying to toast. wait yeah he was toast and when the they came flying through hmm. yep. how long is the entire yes. race oh 27.8 with the lead-in yeah. yeah but i mean there's no flats there's no flat on the whole route the the route yeah. profile we're looking at it's spiky that's yep. it's yes. just it's yeah. spiky. either up or down yeah, up or down you're gonna get up on top after you finish that that part up the Ropley road you do a little bit of a climb and then you go down pop bank wall then yep. you do another little bit of an uphill not too bad then you do another big descent <laughs> down into the start of the kom so it's like a downhill yeah. straight into the kom so you know you want to tail gun and then smash the early bit because you the pack goes fast like what yep. was the like the speed and race to see the seas the seas like were going 40 kilometers an hour, an hour. yeah, yeah. Up to like, so it kind of goes up and there's a little bench in the middle and then it steeps up again. And that, that speed into that bench yeah. is like, yeah, plus 30 kilometers an hour. So you don't want to lose the group, at least to there if you can. Um, certainly the 
strong climbers in whatever category and are going to punch hard on that second group yeah, yeah. as it comes off the bench but um b's and a's it's like between two and 245 c's are probably like three minute climbers up there i would think uh, maybe some c's are under under three for sure yeah so mm-hmm. so yeah you go down there then there's a big descent down into the little loop before you go back into the sprint right you do yeah you'll pretty much like left yep. hand turn into like a real steep six percent segment that then flattens <clears> out to two percent and then into the sprint and the sprint itself is mostly flat with a little uphill at the end is that right yeah and well so it's kind of a downhill into the start of it yeah uh, for elapsed time to me you you need to start sprinting before the segment starts yeah you got to get up to speed especially like it's tricky because you're coming off a two percent kind of grindy climb but it's you can't see the start is this the second sprint yeah this is the second sprint and And you can't see the start of the sprint line because it's like in a turn yeah. The race is going almost certainly to almost certain to be blown to shit by then. Yep. Oh yep. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're if you need to you need <laughs> to hit it before, like you can probably get up to speed by going before the corner and going through there because you're it's it's basically going to be your time versus everyone else's time, mostly yep. unassisted. Yeah, people and, are going to be in little groups, but. Yeah, and there's really um, I think opportunities to pick up points there because people are smashed still off the climb and and it's singles mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I, I think we saw like a lot of the people kind of not really aggressively attacking that that sprint and race too. Especially I noticed it seemed like yeah. there was if you if you still have legs to go for it, go for it hard. Yeah, I feel like the bees actually sprinted harder going over the top of the climb than they did going through the sprint. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's accurate. And then it's uh, back down around the rest of the little loop, and then pretty straight much straight up the into the line. KOM. <laughs> straight into KOM reverse. Yeah. Yeah, and that uh, KOM starts brutal. at the steep bit, and then kind of tapers off to like a four percent bit, and then there's a long bench, a long yeah. like only yeah. like one to zero percenter for a long, long ways, and then it ramps back up to like the six percent. My advice there is don't go too early. Wait, 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 because yes, people Thanks will attack early. But um, it is, you know, you'll think you can see where the turn is in the end of the KOM because it's right around the corner and you can see the banner on the little mini map, but it will take you longer than you think to get to that corner from wherever you are on that second climb. Yeah. Yeah. That's when it surprised me before. Yeah. And there's significant climbing after you're done the last climb, the last scored climb. Um, Like you've still got the pot bank wall. And then there's still so you've got the climb out of the KOM, yep, pot bank wall, and then there's still that one last kicker before a little Otley road downhill reverse. to the finish, yeah. Oh yep. goodness. So yeah. yeah, it's um brutal. It, there is, you know, depending on where you're sitting in the points and everything else, like if there's bodies on the road, stay switched on. Like you can make up places, yeah, you can drop guys on pot bank, you know. Um, you gotta pay attention to the racing left. <laughs> There's a lot of racing left for those positions. So yeah, and what I what I remember I, from the, sorry, by the time one always for always when you get to pot bank, your legs are pretty fried already. Uh-huh. Previous times that I've raced it. Yep. Ugh. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love this finish. I, I, I said it last week. <laughs> um, from the reverse KOM out, like there, there's just there's so much racing left. And so many options. Like you can 
you can attempt to go right from the reverse KOM if you've got mm -hmm. enough time there. You, you can go on any of those next three climbs. And that that fast downhill into the sprint is uh, that's a fun sprint too. Yeah, I mean, it, you always see people who seemed dead going up pop bank or going up that last little Otley road kick. And then they get that, you know, minute to recover on that downhill. Yeah. And all of a sudden their sprint is back. Yeah. Well, we, we watched yeah. that in I was gonna say with Terry, both right? our Terry and, and Alan. Alan, Alan too. Like, oh, Alan, yeah. Alan had a great sprint. Really pulled so. it out there at the end. Yeah. 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 After saying in the chat that he, uh, on the broadcast that he had no power. Yeah. Nice job, Alan. We Only 13 Alan. watts per kilogram. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So uh, I can't do that on a good day with fresh legs. <laughs> oh, my sprint Impressive. legs are gone these days. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a it's a hard race, but it is a good race. So and and this is a Troner all rounder choice yeah, I wrote because Tron. it's it's yeah. up and down. Like yeah, there's it's 480 meters of climbing total, but like you're, you're up and down and up and down. So, yeah. Well, and you're going fast so much yeah. of the time. You, you could even make an argument for arrow. Arrow. Mm -hmm. Scorekeeper was on his arrow. Yep. So was okay. uh, Andy Kroll. Yeah. Arrow with, with a disc. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And, and yeah, I think you make a good argument for it. It's, uh, it's like, uh, look at both those KOMs. There's, uh, especially the, the decisive, especially the decisive part on the forward, like from the, the flat bit up, it's, you're still wow. going fast. Yeah. It's. Yeah. yeah. This is, this is a thing I learned about disc wheels today during the broadcast as well, is that if you have those DT Swiss discs, that the stickers change to match the color of your bike. Like, that's cool. <laughs> nice. I, right, it, the fact that you might unseat your rainbow wheels was. Yeah. Oh, my headgear will shopping. now be matching my pink trunk. Nice. The, 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 the uh, gob pink headband thing. Yep. Mm. Oh, yeah. From the mm. Off the Map series. Yeah. Well, yeah. so do we want to talk about next week on HSRL? Yeah. Yeah. We'll so we Yeah. So we've got two laps of cast bats. So. Whew. Yeah. I That's think. Nice. I mean, this is like about the simplest one because is there one sprint? Yeah. Nope. The right is it Marina sprint right off the heart? Marina yeah, so right away, Pave. Uh huh. Got yeah. Two. Oh, okay. There's yep. two. Yeah, Marina right away, Pave, then Petit KOM. You know, the other sprint. Well, the Aqueduct. 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 Yeah. yeah. The, the other the sprint. The other sprint. Quote unquote. Then Pity KOM. Yeah. Then right, do, so it again. do it again. For the segments. Yeah. So you got to be ready for the segments. But otherwise, it's flat. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, there's the only other elevation other than Caspats is Aqueduct, and it's not really that much elevation. I mean, you might get dropped on Aqueduct, but. But twice. It's going to be. Yeah. Two be laps is one. hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the finish line is back down at the marina, right? You got to go back up and yeah. down. Yeah. 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 So Cast Pats is like a six to eight, nine minute climb for maybe C's yeah. and D's. Right yep. around there. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. Yeah. But I, I guess I, yeah. The, the fast days are closer to the five. 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 Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I mean, some of it depends on yeah. how fast a group you enter the bottom. That because that bottom part very is, drafty. Yeah, it's two three percent. Yeah, well, I mean, um, it's like two thirds of it is basically drafty. Like you, yeah, yeah. Until you get to about the third switchback, it's pretty much draft. Yeah, the the average is four percent. So yeah, I feel like I kind of yeah. am going to be wanting a longer race next weekend so i think i'm pretty likely to try this one because i think yeah. it would be a good um exercise we'll we'll see if i'm i will probably still race it in mix c we'll see sean's gonna be a stick <laughs> guy and telling me no so maybe maybe no we'll see how it goes tomorrow what's the other option i i should be racing mixed b probably if i'm at full health I, if she wants to be competitive yeah. with the women's A's in ZRL, it it pushes me even if I yeah. struggle a lot. But yeah, yeah. I always find it also that mixed B for her is tough. Yeah, yeah. It's all she's almost she's told me before that racing ladies A she can almost be more competitive than racing mixed B. Right. Right. Yeah. So if I, of, there's if I struggle a lot of, in mix B, lots then, of elements to for, yeah. for that. Yeah. 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 There are some absolute beasts running around in mix that's in the, mix That's B. the thing. That that's the point I'm trying yeah. to make. Is how uh, uh, on the punchy strong power, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Punchy like power and and the people who can just sit on the front at 350 watts because they're, you know, they're doing four watts a kilo and weigh 90 kilos. Yeah, there's a little bit of that too, but the, I I think the the strong bees like they're really good bees. Like the, what makes them Very the strong punchy. bees is they have like crazy one minute ish to sprint power that they just destroy you on and recovery. Yeah, yeah. and they can do it over and over again. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I I did a few mixed bee races before COVID and was a little bit crushed but it is also worth trying it again yeah, because I mean, there are yeah. other folks in mixie who are like yeah the the extent of that category that you're in it and i'm in it and i i get that i get that from folks that they're like i'm a mixed c why are you also a mixie and i'm like because i'm very small but yes i i get it and <laughs> it i very do much the... depends on course like, yeah I mean, it does 100 yeah. like looking at the next week of hsrl on two laps of tempest fugit if you race that in mix C, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't sneeze at that. So I can go no. back and forth. Yeah. yeah. And and so climbers gambit, which we'll get to next anyway. I even still recovering, I am doing that one in mixed B. Because a, a climbing race. You just fly up it. Yeah. Yeah. I I've done what well, I did well in that when I was able to complete a full series almost uh, yeah. in mixed B. Yeah. So nice. So that is HSRL. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the Climbers Gambit course is countryside, uh, countryside tour. tour with Temple KOM as the segment. Uh, and so that you, KOM, so you just ride your... the KOM doesn't start until about 9K in. So you can use the, the warm up or the, the lead in to the KOM as your warm up. Yep. That's, is that, that's the dirt. That's the it dirt climb. climb. Yeah. So you can you, you don't need to worry about bike swapping in this one at least. Nope. Just start on stop. That's the, exactly. You can start on whatever you want. Stop whenever you want. Go and get a drink. 
come back, bike swap, do yeah, it's yeah, we're not talking yeah, about how Chris Greenland would write it. I didn't say an alcoholic drink, oh. I just said a drink. <laughs> I could see that drink at the top though. Do you totally go grab a yep. sake or a support? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, ski. And so this is the the temple KOM from the fishing village side. Yeah. Uh it is right. the one that has the kind of flatter bit most of the way through punch back up and then finishes flat again yeah i'm gonna do it but i hate this climb <laughs> i hate this climb so much is um, it the dirt or yeah it just always feels like it should be so much shorter than it is it just and yeah. i mean i guess gosh dirt i guess i would go gravel yep there is yeah Yep. Uh, you just go with the fastest climbing off-road setup, which yeah, I, I can't remember which up. one it is, but it might be the like, it's it's one of those gravel bikes with the gravel wheels. Uh, it might is be the it Crux. Cervelo Asparo? I, I was going to say Asparo too, but you might be right. It might have twitched to the Crux when they put it in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so check on that if you're going to, if you're going to do this race. And this is exciting because a lot of um, Climbers Gambit has been repeat climbs, which makes sense. There are some, you know, good big climbs in the game. This is a new one. And so even though I won't be completing this series because I was still recovering when it started, I'm going to do this because it's just going to be interesting, even though I don't like it. I think it's a good thing to, to push myself through. So I'm excited about it and also very not excited about it at the same time. I'll say if you're a stampede racer, you might want to get some practice on that route for next series. Ah, <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> and that brings us to Herd of Mountain Goats. Which Surrey is, Hills? Yeah, Surrey, Surrey Hills. Hills this week. Uh, the full route? It's all four of them, yeah. So, well, the if it's the full route, it is Fox, Leaf, Box, Keith, and then Fox to finish. Right. Fox two nice. times. Mm. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of love Surrey Hills just because it's, it's so mean. <laughs> it's so yeah. tremendous. Yeah. It, it is great. I mean, I think we all did it in that uh this season of ZRL, it was the finale. Yep. Um yeah, it was lots of fun. I, I kind of think of this as the like vertically stretched version or uh, vertically and horizontally stretched version of yorkshire ah. it's it's up it's down it's up it's down like you if you took the the profile and just changed the scales it basically looks the same there's peaks rather than spikes like in yorkshire yorkshire yeah yeah so yes so it's the full route try to draft if you can but inevitably i suspect it's not much. It's gonna be a lot of blown up races out there. Yep. Yeah. Let's Ooh. do this stampede. stampede. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Is thirty two point two. Now I'll say it is set for thirty two point two kilometers. It might be a little it, less. We may adjust that finish if we Jeez, can. That's I gotta a, see. That's a long to put it. Um, well, so so this is what it is. It's basically it's the five k down from Road to Sky Pens down to the bottom of the Alp. And then it's the 12 kilometers up the Alp. So it's 70 kilometers from the pens to the top of the Alp. You go around the thing and then it's 12K downhill. And then the 5K takes you past the junction. 
right? Okay. Where you'd normally come down past the junction. So we may have to shorten it up for the finish line before that junction because we may not be able to control which way that turn goes at that junction to make sure that everybody oh. goes the same direction. <laughs> yeah. So we mm. might have to move that finish line a little bit short of 32 just to put it where before that junction so nobody gets screwed up there. That's um, a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I think it's, I mean, it's like any other Alp climb race, frankly. I know there's a bit of bunch racing that you don't get in this because it is time trial, but I still think it's your full climber setup. So interesting. This is, is a bike swap course though. I will say this, especially if you're on yes. PC and you don't have any Apple TV goofiness you got to deal with, but you know, I think it's start on your lightest climber, get down to the bottom of the Alp, ride your lightest climber to the top. The second you get on top, take your breath and switch onto your fastest TT bike and then get back up to speed and then TT bike all the way down to the finish yep. because you will definitely make up the 10 seconds to 15 seconds it takes to swap your bikes at the top to get on your fastest TT with discs and everything. Take I think time. more than that. I mean, you're talking, yep. you're talking 10 minutes at you. Yeah. Swap. Yeah. You'll make <laughs> it up here slow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And you're going to want a breath anyway. Like if yeah. you're doing this right, you should be pretty much full gas. Like whatever your out paces, you should be like worn right out at the top. Like you should be pretty much done. What and, day of the week is this? Yeah. Lauren's looking at me because she's Sundays like, Oh, maybe I need to do this one because I was just going to say, I think Lauren needs to do this one. I she's was... never done her full, uh, her oh. hour out effort. I'm not at full strength right now, but I still might try it. You've never climbed the Alp in under an hour yet? No. You you, you can do that without being at full strength. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, I already, Craig and I were in a chat where someone was asking. He already gave the advice of, yes, yeah, bike swap, obviously, bike swap. Yeah. And I, as soon as I saw what the route was and all that, I'm like, oh, I should do that, huh? <laughs> So, so in real life, I'd have my week. guy with the bidets full of lead at the top. Bidens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so, the final yeah. one of the step. Good luck. The new routes will be posted. Shirley, TJ, and I have been talking about those. So they'll be out awesome. as soon as it finishes, give or take. And we were going to go another round. Mm -hmm. That brings us to Bullseye. Final round of the Bullseye as well. LaGuardia loop reverse. So this is the good. This is the New York sprinting one but this isn't the funnest version of the new york sprinting one from my perspective this is the you one like where the laguardia loop forward i like the forward with the uphill climb into the oh. downhill sprint this one's yeah. like Disagree. into the sprint <laughs> <laughs> what that should be the perfect for, for bullseye, you, especially for on bullseye, bullseye yeah. it's super fun to that's do it, that's that good. like yeah because yeah. if it's if it's about fastest through yeah then then that that uh little climb kind of yeah. It doesn't help with with yeah. the tactics there, but in bullseye, super fun to. I, I never get to prioritize yeah. bullseye because of when it occurs during the week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk more about that as the seasons unroll here in the next few weeks too. But um, yeah, it's, like I said, it's it's mostly yeah, it's eight laps. It's not far. It's only a <laughs> three kilometer loop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a short one. It's two point eight. Th yeah, this is a fun. Ligardia in both ways is fun for bullseye. Yes. It's still yeah. fun, but it is it is flatter going into the sprint. Like it's kind of just flat to rolly. Watch for the turn. You come around uh, kind of a right-hand turn in before you see the line. And uh, watch for the uh, climb when you come across the bypass, right? You kind of you go through the sprint line, and then it goes 
like a little bit up then down mm. through the bypass and then when you come and you turn right back onto kind of the main perimeter loop there's a pretty big steep thing there and if you're not switched on the group can drop you there yeah. which yeah. sucks in bullseye mm. <laughs> you gotta be first across the line and yeah, that is the week of herd racing uh i guess uh we should talk about quickly i mean we've been talking about classics and all this stuff but lauren you've been you have you been doing the tiny races is that what they're called tiny races yes so i didn't do the first week um because it kind of it flew under my radar i didn't really realize they were happening but i tried them last week and that was the 1 p.m pacific time segment which is like the last time that they do it um and it's a short race that starts every 15 minutes. So you get done with the first race, there's four of them. Then you get into the next pen, you start the next race after like a small bit of recovery and you're pretty much racing against the same people for the hour. And it is, um, it, I mean, it's it's tiring. Uh, and like but the- Omnium. In some ways, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Except they're like five to ten minute races, mm -hmm. like four of them. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it's it's like when we did that uh, that pair of gravel races. Yeah. Right. Except that you were racing them and and we were Nobody, not. You guys were just laughing at me. We no, we were <laughs> laughing at ourselves because we just wanted those backwards caps and then we didn't get them and <laughs> we were. But like, I got them both. Yeah, you did. We eventually did get them, but yeah, Lisa and I were just like, this is, why are we doing this? This is too, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like the, the crit crushers. Those, yeah. those were what, yeah, the um, giant and live races. Um, but they're, they're really fun. I think the tiny races and there's like, there's banter um, because people are all, why are we doing this? This is, so it was actually similar yeah. to Omni and banter in that way. Like, why are we doing this again? This is crazy, um, uh, but fun. And I would actually say that if you, this is, I would normally say that Zwift races are not great workouts uh, because you, they're, they're not especially well-targeted. You you know, you're sitting somewhere in tempo usually, and then like you have some hard efforts, but you're not going really hard. This is as close as possible as you can get to an actual like VO2 max workout uh, while racing with good motivation. Yeah. I saw Lauren's file from last week and, you know, it's four, four, five minute, five to 10 minute hard efforts maxing out heart rate every time uh it's with with like a minute of extra hard to finish them um yeah seems you, like a good good way to go yeah Zwift racing isn't a good do you remember nine laps of hilly that was a great workout i i don't think i actually <laughs> raced that one <laughs> Um, oh, so, so what's the scoring, Lauren? On the, like, how does it, or is it GC or is it points? It's or just it's GC. Yeah, it's just finished position. Interesting. Yeah, and so so they and they give like the winners of each category um, for each time zone that they do it. And so I I did race it in Mixi last week, and I will likely try that again this weekend. And I I was like twelfth, eleventh, third, eleventh. So 
decent out of like uh 45 50 folks yeah and it it does seem like they've had pretty good uh turnout turnout. yeah yeah Yeah. i'm gonna try to do the 7 a.m races tomorrow because i'm trying to do my workouts earlier in general and so i'm gonna try and do those and i might see in uh an erstwhile uh old herd member he might be racing with us james is signed up at that Uh, time jimmy so in mixie so um James Bailey. Oh yeah. I raced with James Bailey this week. Well, I raced in BZ racing seas, but <laughs> um, and so the courses are it's a custom length of Watopia Hilly, so 3.2 kilometers. Uh LaGuardia Loop, so not reverse, 4.4 kilometers. And Innsbruck Ring, custom length, ending atop the brand new leg snapper KQOM banner, uh 5.4 kilometers, and then rooftop rendezvous woof 6.7 kilometers and so you have to go do the downhill too i think so that one's going to be fun they're all going to be fun and interestingly speaking of uh finishing on the lake snapper the zwift classics that's coming up this week is two and a half laps of innsbruck ring finishing on top of the lake snapper so it feels like yeah, using everyone's they, using uh, that now. they planned yeah. it yeah they might have had a little inside knowledge when they set that one up yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting idea. I raced the Zwift Classics this week, and I raced against Eric Schlang uh, from ah. or Schlange from Zwift Insider. Yeah, and he absolutely kicked my butt on the sprint. <laughs> the London International, so London. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I did. I PB'd box, and I was right there. I thought almost we were going to shake him on box. Um, there, I was, you know, a little tempted to try and push a little harder, but I knew that ramp was coming up and want to blow up. It's a nice race going up. I love box. It's so fun. And yeah, then, um, <laughs> and then I got into the sprint and it was, there's, there was a guy who, who I think was on, like, he wasn't on Zwift power mm. and he left early and I kind of chased him a little bit early on it and then maybe burned off some legs a little bit, but my sprint legs also aren't there. Like I went for the sprint and literally like a hundred meters from the finish line. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Are you, you're back down in the bees? Uh, I raced that one in the bees. I've been racing HSRL in the A's, but I'm officially both a cat enforcement and with power B these days. I just haven't done any like 20 minute time trial stuff. So who knows? I mean, that's the only way I got to A, right? Was just maximizing my 20 minute time trial time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were doing, yeah. Stampede was yep. 10 yeah. mile stampede, 10 mile stampede. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I even did a few other like 10 mile Tempest Fugit. There's like a, british try tt series or something just to yeah and there's the zwift tuesday time trial as well and yeah yeah. that was the one that bumped you it gave you the wasn't it yeah well that was what i like i was chasing it right that was my my new year's resolution was to hit zwift power a so i did get there and then my bike broke and then i was on my bike (laughs) then i went and did a road race and (laughs) wore myself out anyway which maybe actually is a good is good uh yeah lead into around the yes. horn speaking which... of having fun outside <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and yeah. It getting in the way of your your zwifting <laughs> well i mean uh so um let's get the story craig come on <laughs> yeah this, this is me so uh i guess lots of people have heard the story already but so and seen uh, the video and, and some yes. people have seen the video but uh yeah the I do less Swift racing in the summer because I do a lot of BMX racing. Um, and I've been working hard on skills this year. So I've kind of started working on jumping some things on my, ho- 
my home course. And anyway, I was out for a practice last Saturday. Came up a little short on a jump, did a little bounce, had my feet in the wrong position, ended up going down the line, landing sideways, dislocated a shoulder, a little bit of other stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm not raising my elbow away from the, my side for four to six weeks. So um, yeah, that's I'm not going to be doing Zwift racing either because I just I can't brace myself on the bike. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, so I think the only thing left for me to do is some, uh, easy riding on, on the trainer. And, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, this is, I don't know. Okay. Get, get, get some, uh, some people here to talk to on, uh, yeah. How do I do that? So I think you, you, uh, you go spinal tap with your training <laughs> and turn the volume to 11. uh what does that mean in this case sean i mean so over the last few weeks i've been i've been trying to really up the volume which means for me at least uh a lot of maybe up to sweet spot uh if you're able to do it but uh longer workouts so up to two hour workouts and just lots of sitting with some of those pace partners for a long time. Yep. I, I think I, did a 15, think I did a 15 hour week a couple weeks ago, which is by far the most I'd ever done in a week. Oh, that's brilliant. And, and no one can see it in your writing. You can see the improvement. Hmm. Lots of zone one and zone two, which yeah. you don't, if people yeah. are. Hey, honestly, so I guess, you know, I, uh, I rode on, I rode yesterday for the first time on the trainer. Um, now, I mean, the left hand is going to get tired. What, what's that? Yes. My left hand is going to get tired. Yeah. I, I'm mostly sitting up with neither arm on the, on the, uh, handlebars just because <laughs> even just leaning for where I am right now, even just leaning forward, even hanging on with my left hand it was uncomfortable. So I found it tough to get even up into the zone two for any extended period of time. So yeah, for now, I'm just going to ride more and uh, yeah, try and get in up into sustaining zone two for a while if I can get there. Yeah. Yeah. But at least, I mean, if, if pace partners are your thing, there are a lot of those like low. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Kilo effort yep. and, you know, Yep. No, I, I've got lots of options. Yeah. The nice yeah. thing that brings us to the pace partners again. They're so nice. You pick a zone that that would fit in. You just to the guy. You move faster, so you cover more ground in a draft. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's it's nice. It does. And there's often in-game chat, chat going too. on. Yeah. Right. People chat too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe sure. have I don't know podcasts or something to watch too because that's yep. that's the thing is. At least if we'll you're record inside. a picture <laughs> yes <laughs> from the bike. <laughs> if uh, I know if you're a big dummy like me and you don't do riding easy very often, um, doing set a custom workout to yeah. put your mm-hmm. remote on on easy. Like, yeah, you won't cover the kilometers and stuff. If you time your start right, you can jump into a, a pace partner and then set your 
yeah. Erg mode on on whatever uh, you know, your, your kind of high zone one, low zone two power is, and then you don't have to worry. You just don't adjust anything. You don't have to worry about what the hills are. You don't have to worry about the sprints yeah. or anything. You just yeah. So moving. I, I kind of looked, and I've basically never done a base build on the bike. Um, I haven't done a base phase since I was a runner. Mm. So I mean, we're talking six years seven years um so yeah. yeah i probably need to do this yeah i mean there there are alternative theory or you know approaches to it i i feel like to some degree all training is base training yeah uh you're you're making the adaptations in your body that are going to help you but there is no that to some degree there really isn't any alternative or anything that does what just riding for a long time consistently will well do i mean you. i i was i was doing 15 hour weeks but there was a lot of intensity in there mm -hmm. yeah so that that's when in early 2021 when i made a, i was trying to make a run at a um and didn't quite get there but uh yeah no i you know i was i was putting in a lot of time then but yeah a lot of it was hard Yep. There, I mean, like I said, it's not for everyone's basic style. Even if people don't know, like zone one is what, I don't know, you can tell me if your definitions are different, Sean, but like is what we call active recovery, which is like you're actually recovering from yep. whatever effort you've done before, but you're still kind of moving. Somewhere then, around 50% FTP, yep. somewhere in there. Yep. It's about where mindsets, so give or take. And then zone two is like endurance pace, which is should be very conversational. Like you should be able to talk to someone on the bike. You should be able to like do it all day long. Yep. And you should theoretically be able That's to ride it like all the time. It's my favorite one. <laughs> uh, I think your favorite is to actually ride zone three when you're supposed to be riding zone two, but you know. He does get to look at all of my data. Yeah. Sometimes I get a get to I want to chase people or yeah so so I do have to I have to watch out for that but I have also done if I can stick myself to it uh, hours with cadence um, yeah and you don't even necessarily have to create like your own custom workout there are workouts within Zwift that are here's a three hour zone two block just do it and then it's got like twenty minutes like maybe 10 minutes on either side of zone one slight ramp up to that zone. It's yeah. You don't even have to make those. They exist in the game. Just do like the long training. It's, it's in there. You can find yeah. those. I wonder, I, I actually wonder how many people among Swifters in particular, but herders just have actually done a specific base block. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that, that at least herd racers tend to do there's there because there is this availability of races year round people tend yeah. to try and just keep their fitness and not really periodize throughout a year we talked about this and, a lot yeah to try <laughs> we've and talked like, about this many times yes yeah. uh yeah. It, it it is interesting i i feel like some people will ramp into like one of the zrl seasons but it's really just like I took a little break and now I'm building back. Um, but they're building back. Their break 
didn't involve lots of easy writing. There, no, there wasn't. There was no base face. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're 100 percent right about Zwift racers doing that. Yeah. I think in Zwift people, there's a lot. Like, it's a lot of zone two. Yeah. There, well, I think there's just a lot of people who like if they're like triathletes and stuff who frankly adopted this stuff way earlier than road riders and stuff yeah. like that 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 is a lot of triathlon training especially guys who run 70.3s and ironman yeah. like that's what you do right you just got to spend six hours on the trainer because eventually you're gonna have to ride 180 kilometers on that time trial bike so <laughs> they, yeah i know so i think it, they, they just have adapted that stuff so like if you're in northern climate and you're trying to get ready for an ironman yep. And you're on a trainer you, you have to do that so yeah i think yeah. like there's probably more than our community would maybe interact oh no it, definitely business. so my friend who got me into zwift is a triathlete and yeah. yeah she doesn't race doesn't do intensity doesn't sprint up hills um she just rides we should and yeah we should get Carrie Bartlett on here for a conversations when we start those up again, because she races, but she on Zwift, but she's yeah. also a triathlete and she did uh, an Ironman um, recently. And yeah. so she's, she's done all the things. Yeah. And I think Tatum, you had, what were you going to say? Yeah. Yeah. My training has also changed a lot since I started racing a lot. Mm. I would do a proper base block, build it up, do my workout sessions. And that was pretty much what I was doing day in, day out. And I wasn't racing. Structure the training properly. It's since I've been racing, there's no base block. <laughs> Very little structured workouts. Try and do them here and there, but it's you do the fun stuff. Do you and, feel like... Uh, yeah. Do you feel like you were getting more out of the structure or do you feel like the, the motivation that you get from the racing actually pushes you enough that you're able to get more from it? There's different areas of, the, of my cycling that's changed and some have improved, some gone probably back a bit. Um, for endurance has definitely suffered a bit mm. where a lot could go on for a lot longer. Uh, mid zones now probably higher strengths, but stronger, and a bit more motivated, like you said, from the race. But um, definitely, it feels different. Yeah. Not doing it, training's different. I feel yeah. like no. my base days was kind of an accident, um, and yeah. it was because it was back when the um, the Festive Five Hundred was happening. I was going to go visit my family and I didn't because my sister had COVID and I, that was back at a time when I didn't feel comfortable flying. Ooh, we're getting a, a special guest <laughs> joining <Yeah>. us. <laughs> yeah. He's still connecting. So I'll, but we'll let him, we'll let him get in here and say hello. Hey, hey guys. What's hey. up? Christopher what Greenland. You, what are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly water. Is that because you're on the road? I was going to say, that's a very good answer. I am on the road. The lady has already spoken, so we are recording. Oh, yeah. Yes, for all those reasons and more. Yeah, I am on the road somewhere between Anaheim and Oceanside, California. What did I join? 
Where are you guys at? What are you talking about? <laughs> we are in the around the horn, uh, talking about oh, how you recover and, and doing base phases and for whom that might be important and why. Yeah, this is basically about me trying to do something during my injury to not go yeah. absolutely bat crap crazy. Yeah. I feel like the ship has sailed on that, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for I, all I of us? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we're doing a podcast on a video game about riding bikes in our garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. For all those reasons and more, um, first of all, I missed you guys. It's been a few weeks since I've been on. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not sure what the road noise sounds like for you all, so I'm just going to absorb the conversation here for a minute, if that's okay. Uh, totally. See where we're at. Good. Sounds good. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing, sorry, God, that I forgot to mention, that uh, talking on recovery for the next two weeks, I'm going to have zero intensity, no racing, yeah. no workouts. Whoa. Zone one, zone one every second, every other day, and that's it for the next two weeks. Oh, you're doing it. You're you're like letting your body reset. Totally. And how how and long just, has wow, it been? How I'm long shocked. has it been since you did that? Well, I guess I guess uh, since, you you did since that I was earlier Ill. this year. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was sick. Wow. So, uh, okay. But it did seem it. it did seem like you actually ended up getting a big bump from that. That's the thing. Last time I did that, it helped me a lot. And so, is this because a plan the legs could... to get ready for ZRL Tatum or? Yes, yeah, mm. I can feel legs are fatigued. I'm not getting the, the watts that I could push a couple of weeks ago. You know, getting nowhere near that with similar effort. It's taking a lot more effort to hit the watts. Yeah. And uh, so I just decided going to reset a bit. And once nice. I get back into the bike, hit it hard for a week or two, and then zip a bit. Up to zero. Awesome. So, yeah, it goes. Yeah. It goes along with the the second drink that Sean and I started drinking, which is from Original Pattern Brewing. So we have a, a mid podcast. Uh, what are you drinking? This one's called <laughs> Taking It go. Easy. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Taking it easy. Well, I think that's the only thing we haven't quite touched on a little bit. And you just kind of touched on a little bit, Craig, and maybe Lauren on it too. Is the mental side of this type of stuff right like yeah like we're talking about like the physiology and that kind right. of thing but like like you listen to your brain too like if your brain is like oh i just can't get up for another race or yeah. you know it doesn't like even if like you're like oh it's just too frustrating for me to get on the bike and and spin around like this like don't waste your sort of like we only have so many much mental space to like yeah. focus on these things and if it's like taking too much of that for you to like oh i gotta go ride zone one for two hours because that's how i was told by the pink tron to recover no <laughs> don't get on your bike chill yeah. out relax it's supposed yep. to be fun or there is actually yeah there, yeah there's actually uh there's been a lot of research into what's the best thing you know there how do you how do you assess whether or not you should get on the bike if you're you know, if you're training hard and pushing hard uh, and, you know, maybe you're not recovered enough 
and you you know you don't want to overtrain that's that's a yeah. really bad idea um so what's the best indicator to say you know don't get on the bike today is it your heart rate your heart rate variability your it turns out it's maybe your motivation yeah. uh, is the best if you can't stand to look at the bike don't get on the bike don't force it because it, it, that is that motivation lag is maybe actually your body telling you that like you really shouldn't be riding because you're potentially you know you still need to recover yeah. and that can be over longer periods of time and shorter i was going to do a workout thursday morning but i was tired it had been a long week already i had i was not i just didn't want to do it and so i shifted it to friday so that's a short you know kind of time span but this can yeah. be effective this can have an effect over longer time spans as well so it's important yeah. to listen to that whether it's a day or a week or shifting things and i think it's important to talk about that especially going into zrl because everybody's talking about that right now yes you might have obligations to your team but if you're going to be hurting yourself, ultimately, that doesn't help your team either. And so if you're not motivated to do a race, don't. And that's and it is a okay. long time to try and sustain your form. Yeah. So if you're already suffering beforehand, it's not yeah. going to go well during it. So I'm going to kind of, I'm going to throw kind of two things. Uh, and this is, you know, me bringing my, uh, my old running experience in because still got way more serious experience running than cycling by long, by a long shot. Um, so the first was kind of when I left running, um, it, this is right around then there was a bunch of things coming out where they were starting to study runners. Um, and especially, you know, the East African runners, some of them were, that were doing it where, you know, their income was from going out and being the, you know, the, the appearance fee runners at races all around the world. And they, they traveled and raced and raced and raced constantly. And they didn't peak. They, they didn't periodize. And it's kind of, there were, some of these guys were really successful of, at doing this for years, uh, basically without break. And wow. so there is, you know, if you back off from your peak, there is a level that you can maintain. And I think that's really what a lot of us are doing with Zwift racing. It's, uh, sure. there's, it's just a different, you end up at a different level. I mean, if, if you do a, a complete build up to a, a peak goal race, but really none of, we don't have goal races. Most of us, if we're, if Zwift racing is the, the you know, the, this week's race isn't really any more or less important than next, next week's race uh, for the most part. So yeah, that's kind of that. Um, but very much on the, you know, I, I'm not feeling it today. I'm going to move this workout to the next day. Um, that is very much how I trained when I ran. And it, it didn't stop me from doing 120 kilometer weeks. Uh, it was, you know, it, there were weeks where, you know, I might've gone in you know, thinking that that was going to be a 90 kilometer week and I might come out with 75 because I just wasn't feeling it. But I was always very much, I was big on listening to my body uh, at, at that time. That's and, important. That's important. Yeah. 
but sometimes the listen to the body goes the other way too. You know, I, I had a, you know, I was planning a, a seven, you know, a 15 kilometer easy run and I end up doing, you know, 20 plus kilometers at not that far off a half marathon pace because it was, it wasn't close to a goal race and it just, that night felt that good. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm going to go. And, and I went and did a, a nice long, hard effort and it, it was great. And I, I, I built from it. So yeah, the, you could, the listen to your body goes both ways. If it feels way easier than it should, sometimes push it. So hopefully that helps everyone who is out there, maybe getting ready for ZRL or they're in the little the summer doldrums. You've been smashing it all summer or something. You just want to see what some other people are thinking. So, you know, we're, unless you're Tom Pitcock or Tadish Pojakar <laughs> or so with George, what's the name of the Vingegaard. Yeah. <laughs> you just won the Tour de France or something like that. You're listening to this. Everybody else, this advice holds. So. <laughs> and Amik Van Vluten. So. Yeah, and Amik Van Vluten. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. God, what Demi a machine Vollering. she is. Just, you know, I'm going to bring those in too. Yep. Yeah. Or uh, what was the name of the gal who got the DQ for the puppy? Voss. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Voss. Yeah, yeah, the puppy plus. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Those gals can absolutely smash a bike as well. So. Oh, yeah. I think on that note, we will say thank you so much to Tatum for stopping by after work and regaling us with all your um, oh, yeah. surgery room horror Everyone, stories. Tatum yeah. is up like really early in the morning. Yeah, like, Tatum like, finished work and stayed yeah. on the podcast for an hour. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's 20 to 3 in the morning now. <laughs> and he's going to go race in like four hours. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Sean Fogenberg. Thank you to Lauren Camp. Thank you to Craig Martin and your Gimpy Arm. And thank you for popping by Chris Greenland on the road. Listening to all the rules. Thank you so much for coming by. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to everyone everyone. for listening. Enjoy herd races, everybody. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye. Bye.